0: Good morning, people. Good morning, how are you doing? Hello and welcome to the Good and Talk back again with you guys for another show for an episode of the Arsenal Transfer Show, our daily show in which we give you guys all the latest news no matter how many of it or how much of it there is, which is a lot uh, today and keep you guys up to date. Get your thoughts and feelings too in the chat box and try to make some sense of the chaos that we find ourselves in as Arsenal fans every single day. I hope you are good. I hope you are well. Um, and I hope that you are happy. Uh, for some reason, my mic is not plugged in. That 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 will be a big reason why. Give me. Am I as effective as Arsenal's transfer business right now? You should be able to hear me properly. Two, one. You should be able to hear me clear as day. There we go. <laughs> no sound. Audio is dead. It's dead. It's gone. It's finished. It's over. Hello. Good morning. Good welcome. I hope you can now hear me. Jesus Christ. So deep um i hope you're good guys uh welcome to another episode of the good talk where you've had no sound for about 10 seconds or maybe even longer than that and hopefully you can hear me now um but we've got lots to talk about today uh and if you are enjoying the series please please make sure i can't talk now see there's no point me having a mic because i can't even speak i hope you're well and please make sure you drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you're new with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show anyway Let's crack on with our first story, which is, of course... Our Euros want to watch. As always, we like to focus on this first, get the news kicked off, and see who you should be focusing on at the European Championships this summer. Going for a selection third today's games, Ukraine against Macedonia. Mats Vienko in the back line for Ukraine. Interestingly, Arsenal have been linked to him in the past. And then for Macedonia, Ennis Bardi, the Levante attacking midfielder. We've then got Denmark against Belgium, which is going to be a very uh, interesting game to see how the Danes obviously play after the horrific Scenes we saw in Amsterdam, in Copenhagen previously. Um, but I've gone for Mal uh, of Atalanta, who's playing in a left back role despite typically being a right back and maybe someone that Arsenal may find some interest in for his versatility. And then I've gone for Jeremy Doku, the youngster in the Belgian lineup. May not get too many minutes this tournament, but certainly someone you should keep an eye on if uh, he does get on the field. Uh, for the Holland, I've gone for, or rather for the Netherlands, I've gone for Urian Timber. Uh, the young Ajax defender that can play uh, in a multiple positions across the back line, but mainly as a centre-back. And, of course, Marcel Sabitzer uh, from Austria to keep an eye on today. Always, as Drizzy says in the chat, one to watch Goran Pandev, just for the nostalgia, just for the nostalgia, basically. Anyway, let's move on to our main transfer stories, of which there are absolutely Here we go with number one. Uh, Dinos Mavropanos, the Greek defender. We like to start with the outs and then we move towards the ins. Uh, Mavropanos is certainly someone uh, that is obviously uh, surplus to requirements at Arsenal this summer. He's a player in which we think about as... It's really a good prospect at Arsenal and someone that's done pretty well on loan at Stuttgart last season. In fact, in all the tactical breakdowns in which we compare his stats to a lot of the players, he comes out very well. He comes out very, very well indeed. But it looks like he is off. And he is off for a figure in the region of around £7 million to Stuttgart. Now, it shouldn't surprise you that's the figure in regards to the club um, because Stuttgart don't tend to pay too many big fees for players. However, what should surprise you is the figure in regards to how much this player is actually worth. £7 million is an incredibly attractive deal for anyone that wants to get this done. Uh, Mavropanos is very open to returning to Stuttgart. He's done very well in the Bundesliga. He's got into the Greek national side for it. And if Arsenal can more than triple their investment, which was just under £2 million when we brought him in, you would argue that's good business. Um, but I feel like you could get more uh, for what he has given, upwards of £10 million. But if he goes for seven, We wish him all the best, hope that he does all right hope that he can get uh some good money for us in the end and maybe it ends up being more than just seven million i will come to a lot of your thoughts and comments and questions at the end because we've got a lot of stuff to get through let's go on to the next one which is eddie and arsenal are effectively offering Anketia out now to any clubs that are interested uh in taking the england youth international he has obviously been a a decent servant to the club whilst he's been here we would like to have seen him done a little bit more i suppose with Well, you know, the amount of minutes that he's had, it's been a hell of a lot. And so for that amount, I don't feel like we've got an an equal return on on maybe what was expected. He's not really been able to reach his potential at Arsenal. And so therefore, getting a move away from the club to get some money in uh, is obviously a positive thing for the club. And if Arsenal can get 10 plus million pounds for this guy, you may think that's low. But I think with a, a year left on his deal and a really questionable talent, I think 10 million plus would be a good amount of money for Arsenal. I think Mavropanos and Eddie Nketiah selling those two and swapping them for a talent like Lukonga, which we'll talk about in a bit, I think personally is, is a great bit of business. Let's move on to our next story, which revolves around Sayad Kalasanach. The uh, player spent time on loan at, of course, Schalke last season and helped them go down, um, which is completely unsurprising, along with Skodra Mustafi. Thankfully, he looks like he's on the way out of the club with Lazio and Napoli interested in taking the Bosnian uh, international. The fees around him are associated with about 4 million euros, which I'll be very honest, I think is a bit of a steal for us. Uh, Don't tell them that. uh, But 4 million euros, I think, would be a great deal to get some extra money in uh, to Arsenal this summer get his high wages off the books as well. Some really, really good uh, business, hopefully done by Arsenal in that area. We move on to our next story. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Uh, Matteo Genduzzi has looked for a long, long time to be on his way to uh, Marseille. However, another club has made themselves interested, it seems, and Borussia Dortmund are that team. Whether or not they can get a deal done for the French Youth International is another thing, but that could inadvertently raise his price you see in Dortmund be interested a bidding war starts to become apparent and maybe Arsenal can get more money uh, in for this player than they originally thought they could the figures that were being touted previously were around the 10 million euro mark and kind of approximately on that figure it ranged from about 8 to 12 to even 15 at times I think it will settle around the 10 to 12 mark in regards to a final sale but we know that Gendouzi is, is probably on his way out despite a lot of people wanting him to stay because of you know he's a fighter. He's a battler. He doesn't take anything. Doesn't take no Patrick Schick. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty keen to see him go. To be <laughs> to be honest. So we'll see how that one plays out. Let's move on to our final out story, which I know caused a bit of a stir on social media yesterday. Um, Emil Smith Rowe is a player that we hope to have a massive future at Arsenal, uh, and. It very nearly ended yesterday, if you were to gauge the reaction to to the bid from Aston Villa yesterday. Um, And I think when we kind of look at the bid, yes, it was well under what we would consider uh, his value to be. I I consider this guy priceless. I couldn't even put a figure on this guy because he's so valuable to us. But Aston Villa came in with a £25 million confirmed bid that was laughed off, I use that in quote marks from Charles Watts, laughed off by Arsenal, uh, and certainly someone that uh, I know Arsenal wants to keep hold of. They are in advance negotiations over a new contract. Now, when I put a tweet out yesterday, which garnered quite a little bit of reaction, uh, about this was showing for me that Aston Villa are showing a bit of ambition. Now, a lot of people reacted saying that the bid was stupid, it was ridiculous, it was delusional. I don't see it as that cut and dry. Um, you can tell me if I'm wrong in the comments, and so feel free to. Um, but I see it as Aston Villa are really, you know, trying to push uh, ambitiously to try and improve their squad, showing what they're about, showing their metal, showing that they want to be on that same level, bidding for our players. Yes, they might be taking the mick a bit, but still, I think it's to unsettle. They have absolutely no um, issue with making Arsenal feel uncomfortable. It seems, and whilst we not, we may not think of Aston Villa as our rivals, Aston Villa certainly think Arsenal are theirs. And they look at Arsenal as a side that they are trying to overcome, overtake in the Premier League standings. And they see us as a target to be able to do that. That comes much down to the fact that they've got a massive uh, kind of boost financially from their owners that want to get them back to where they were before as European champions. They want to push them to that level. And they're going to do that by taking players from top clubs. And so I'm not surprised to see a bid come in whatsoever. However, um, what I am pleased about is that Arsenal have seemingly laughed this rumour off, uh, as also seemingly have Brighton for Ben White. Arsenal have made a £40 million bid for Ben White, which has been rejected. The Brighton midfielder and England international does, though, seem keen on a move to the Emirates and will maybe push for that, he'll certainly be saying that he's open and wants to move to the Emirates because he is very keen on this, and Arsenal are keen on getting a deal done. I and mean, they are expected to go back in with a second bid. It might take closer to £50 million to get this deal done, but it is one that the media seem to expect to get done and for Arsenal to spend a huge amount of money. Figures similar to that they spent on Alexandre Lacazette, Mesut Ozil, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, On Ben White, which some may look at as a bit excessive. I don't. I think this is how much you pay for a player of Ben White's quality, being English and international in the Premier League, coming from a club like Brighton, who don't tend to sell players on the cheap to fellow Premier League clubs. You will see the same kind of thing with Yves Basuma as well, if he is to go anywhere this summer. If Arsenal can get this deal done, he's a solid centre-back that's got a lot of potential. I think he improves us in our, centre, in our centre-back line. And from seeing some of the reports and hearing some things as well, Arsenal are very keen on the fact that he is English, that his trajectory coming up from the Championship has only gone upwards exponentially, and there is big things expected from him in the future so that's ben white let's move on to our what is a third from last story we're nearly there we're nearly through them all Sambi lukonga this one is expected hopefully fingers crossed to get done in the next couple of weeks or so arsenal had their first bid rejected as we know but they are going back in with around a 20 million euro bid which is the price that uh Anderlecht wanted for him there is interest from other clubs Napoli supposedly of the race which pretty much confirms that he's going to Arsenal um, but we have also know of interest from Bayern Munich from Borussia Dortmund AC Milan Monaco he has been a heavily heavily tracked young player which goes to show you how highly rated he is but it is one seemingly that many many people feel are very confident about getting a deal done for Sambi Lukonga let's move on then to our penultimate story of the day One of the most exciting ones being about James Madison, of course, reported by the Bell about two days ago now. It then excelled into the British media. And despite the Bell saying that he expected, or she, we don't know, um, they expected the fact that... um, Media in the, in the English press were going to deny this. They didn't. Uh, so he was wrong on that fact. And uh, the English press have ran with this story and learned more of this story. And supposedly Arsenal have already, in some circles, submitted a bid. I'm not sure if that's necessarily true as of yet. Uh, more down the line that they are preparing one. But a £60 million package is supposedly what it would take to get this done which is interesting because that's what i tweeted out a couple of days ago saying it would be around the 50 60 million pound plus kind of region uh to get james madison uh as as an unlikely i think it will cost i thought it would cost a little bit more than that probably nearing the 70 but madison is supposedly open to this move um i've saw a few people saying that he's got attitude problems and ego problems i mean footballers have egos let's let's not (laughs) <laughs> Let's not try and pretend they don't. Egos have made some of the best players in the world the best players in the world. You'd see Rees, Henry, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. They're all arrogant, and all that arrogance goes into making them the best players. So I have no issue with a player being a bit egotistical and a bit arrogant. I have a bit of an issue with players having an attitude problem, and I've heard nothing about Madison having an attitude problem whatsoever so there is that one anyway we move on to our final story of the day which revolves around Aaron Ramsdale (laughs) which again caused quite a stir on the socials yesterday he is a player that Oh, he's a player that's going to divide a lot of opinion about how much Arsenal should go for. The figures that were being towered around were around £20 million. Now, Sheffield United did pay £18.5 million to Bournemouth to get him at the start of last season. He was the Bournemouth player of the season when they were relegated. He was Sheffield United's player of the season when they got relegated last season. And a lot of people have seen this as a bit of an excessive move for a club that could get someone like a Matt Ryan in for cheap. Now, he is homegrown. He would count towards that quota. And he's an England international now as well, which, well, the club at at, uh, Sheffield United Field has improved his value even more. Arsenal certainly look at this as a option for solid number two cover for the club. But well, Ramsdale is apparently open to this move as well. And we will, of course, be doing a tactical breakdown to try and work out how good he is, how he compares to Bernd Leno and to Andre Onana and Matt Ryan as well. We'll use all of Matt Ryan's Premier League stats from his time at Brighton and his time at Arsenal to try and help work out how good Ramsdale is in comparison to these players. So instead of me just going, nope, not for me, um he's rubbish that's not where we're going to go with this route we're going to try and look at this objectively we're going to look at his stats see how he compares and of course get the expert insight as well so we get the eye test from from sheffield united medias um so keep you guys as much up to date with aaron ramsdale as you feasibly could be anyway that finishes all of the news all the time codes are down a lot to do after the show we move on to the final part which is of course our q and a section so if you have got a question that you would like to throw into the chat box then please do and we'll start going through plenty of your comments here we go uh so Hill says tom uh, onana for £9 million and Ramsdale for twenty, why are we even thinking? Well, Ramsdale isn't coming in as a starter, uh, I don't think. He's looked at very much more as, as a backup option at the club. And I think Onana's situation means he is that cheap. You can't really compare contextually Onana's price to that of Ramsdale, an English international Premier League goalkeeper. You can't really compare that to Onana, who's got a current ban. He's on the final year of his contract at a club that he can't play at. So I don't think you can really correlate their two prices as indications of their quality. So I think we need to be a bit more sensible when we're thinking about price comparisons of those two. Um, Any news on Haaland to Arsenal, says Temi? Unfortunately not, mate. Unfortunately not. Uh, James Breen says, wing-back Tom, are we linked to any so far? Currently, no, but there were some interesting thoughts about Hector Bellerin in talks uh, with kind of... um, I uh, moved to Spain with lots of kind of Spanish clubs at the moment negotiating about who is going to go for him, Villarreal, Real Betis. We even heard talk of Barcelona back in the day, although that's probably unlikely at this stage. So there is a number of clubs that are interested. He doesn't want to move to another English club. So we'll expect to see Bellerin move on this window to somewhere in Spain, it seems. Uh, Samuel says, question. Tom, our three-man pro clubs team needs some star power to make us Division One. We are in Australia, and we need Tom the Phantom Canton to play central midfield. Which would you be keen? Mate, I deleted FIFA. Otherwise, I would be so up for it. Um, I used to love playing pro clubs. It was a it was a great game. But great question. Uh, Wilson says, "Do you think Arsenal need Lukonga, Basuma, and Madison?" I think, of course, uh, Arsenal need those three. Wilson, that would improve us to no end. Of course. Ashton says, "Are we waiting for Chelsea, PSG, United, and?" City to kickstart this market it does seem very quiet at the moment we're not seeing too much movement we're seeing a lot of noise for manchester united with Jaden sancho uh holland has been linked to of course a number of clubs but there's no movement on that i do expect the market to explode after the uh the, the european championships does conclude because there's a lot of players that are at the tournament that are waiting for that tournament to finish before they make a decision on their future so i imagine that it will kick off a hell of a lot more after the European Championship. Now, interestingly, it's actually less than a month now until Arsenal kick off their pre-season campaign against Hibs. I believe it's something like the 13th, or the 12th or the 13th of uh July, Arsenal are due to play their first friendlies against Hibernian and Rangers. Let me just quick on here. Yeah, 13th of July, we play Hibs. and then the 17th of July we play Rangers before going to Miami. Uh, in Florida, or Orlando in Florida rather, uh, i got Miami on the brain, I was watching a film yesterday, <laughs> uh, Orlando in Florida to play Inter Milan on Sunday the 25th of July, we then play either one of Everton or Millenarios, a uh, Colombian team, on the 28th, before then kicking off the Premier League season on August 14th there is possibly going to be an Emirates cup in between that period although it's that yet to be announced there's lots of stuff still to do i imagine more movement will take place then uh oh congrats Drizzy! graduate glad you're going to uh the the florida cup enjoy it hopefully you can watch some new signings play for sure uh tahib says chris wheatley said that arsenal bidded for four players last week lukonga white and who do you think the other two are i have a feeling that one of the proposals may have been of course for aaron ramsdale it may have also been another goalkeeper we don't know right now it could have been a matt ryan proposal the other player of course we have been linked to which i didn't mention today is manuel locatelli now i did do a tactical breakdown on him yesterday, literally an hour before he decided to go and have the game of his life against a um, uh, No, who is it they played? Uh, Switzerland, yes. For some reason, I had a complete brain fart there. Um, Yeah, Locatelli was obviously brilliant. Two goals, which I know doesn't make a defensive midfield performance brilliant, but he was brilliant in addition. If he hadn't even scored those goals, Locatelli was excellent and has been throughout the entire tournament so far. He was great in the first game against Turkey and he's been great once again. And the statistics that we looked at yesterday, I mean, if anything, he has completely blown himself away from Arsenal's kind of bracket now of players we're going for. That 40 million figure that Sassuolo wanted has easily increased by 10 maybe even more million euros to go on top of that I expect him to join up with Juventus this summer I expect him to be there next season I wouldn't think he's going to be ended up at Arsenal but possibly that was the other player that Arsenal made an offer for uh, John Daly says we're finally in for better players at last we are finally going to see what Arteta is all about do you think this money from Cronky or from sales and the loan well the loan isn't Um, The loan we saw, the £120 loan thing, has nothing to do with transfers. That was all to do with the pandemic and dealing with that situation. Is the money from KSE? I don't want to really come up with an answer to that question until we go to the end of the window and we see how much we've spent and how much we've sold. I suspect that the club are expecting a lot of incomings in terms of money for their players. They're going to sell your Toreras, Genduzis, your Nketiah's, Kolasinac, Mavropanos um Bellerin we're seeing more and more players Granite, Xhaka uh Reece Nelson could go Willian could go we've already uh got David Luiz's wages off the wage bill we've already moved on Mustafi Ozil these players wages have been off, are now off the wage bill so there's lots of players that are moving on and lots of turnover Burnt Leno could also go so I I expect the club believe they are going to have a bit of a a wind rush of of money coming into the club and so therefore they think they can go in for these bigger deals, which is great because I think obviously last summer we were only able to move on Emmy Martinez and arguably we shouldn't have done that. Uh, we weren't really able to make any money, whereas this summer we were able to try and sell off quite a lot of players. Uh, in the Arsenal yard sale, uh, Alan Kavungu says, uh, I've already made my peace with the fact that we're not getting Basuma. It's gone far too quiet now, praying he doesn't go to Spurs, which actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, let's scroll up and see what you guys are saying a little bit later. Uh, Sinan says, Celik couldn't handle Pacey James, sadly. He has potential. Now, I tweeted about this yesterday. I think it's a real shame that he hasn't had the best of tournaments so far because Zeki Celik has been brilliant at Lille for the last two seasons. He and all of the Turkish team, I think, have been absolutely dreadful this tournament. I wouldn't let it cloud your view of Zeki Celik as a player. I think if you go and watch what he's been like for Lille, it does go to show you the quality player that he can be. And that isn't reflective of how he has played at this tournament because it hasn't been the best as the same for the whole of the the Turkish national side. Uh Tom, we should buy Onana and Matt Ryan and sell Leno on the transfer lot on the last transfer day so he can play for Man City and Chelsea. Then Matt Ryan can handle uh till Onana comes. What do you think? Uh Alan, I think that uh I'd love to see Onana at the club. I think he's a better goalkeeper. Matt Ryan would be able to do a fine job in his stead, but if he was to get injured between now and the third of November, Having just Runnison or a Conquo as backup, that makes me scared. So I, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure whatsoever. Uh, I say Yonick's new favourite player is, is Omar Rekic, who made his debut for Tunisia the other day. Uh, <laughs> Ashwin says Tom out of Neves, Bissouma, Lokonga, and Locatelli, which two would you take? Uh, if I could pick two, I think you'd have to pick Bissouma and Locatelli. Um, but I don't think that's realistic. I think a realistic pairing would be Lokonga and Locatelli. Um I'd love Locatelli. He's brilliant. He's an absolutely fantastic footballer. I feel like we probably will end up with Lokonga and Neves are the most likely two of those four to end up at Arsenal. This Summer, Um uh, answer says, I started the live show late. Is there any news of cash injection for the owners? None officially, but we will wait and see. Um Phillips says, do you think uh, we should get some lone players, possibly backup goalkeepers or left-backs? I feel like a lone goalkeeper, if we're going for Onana oh, no, no on a permanent, might not be such a bad situation to put ourselves in. Uh Left-back, left-back's weird because we don't really know Tini's fitness situation. He could even miss the England game on Friday. Um, So there is all the possibility in the world that we may not see Kieran Tierney at the start of the season if these issues persist. And I feel like it's getting to the stage now where Arsenal need to think about buying a good quality left back that can actually compete with Tierney, not just uh, cover or be backup, but someone that is as good, as close to being as good as him as possible, so that when he has his inevitable injury problems, we've got someone who can cover him effectively. Um, let's scroll up. Uh, one Men says, uh, what will happen with Saliba and Lacazette? I expect Saliba to stay. Uh, I, If I was a better man, which I'm not, I would put my money on Lacazette to also still be at the club at the end of the summer and to maybe have signed A year extension, Uh, but we'll wait and see on that one. Wesley says, what about the right-back position? It went quiet on Aarons and Emerson. Well, Emerson left. He went to Barcelona. He could still leave there, and Inter Milan are interested if Hakimi leaves there. Aarons has gone very quiet. I have horrible worries about what's gone in the background with the Aaron situation because of players already at the club, Um, but that's gone very, very quiet. Uh, Smokey says, uh, what's the news of the shock move for Martin Erdegaard coming back to the Emirates? I've seen nothing on that, Smokey, unless that's happened in the last 23 minutes. Um, but I've abs- had absolutely nothing of uh, a shock return for <laughs> Martin Ergo. As far as I'm aware, he's staying. Um, Imperative Views says Spinat Zola, Insigne and James ripped apart Zeki Celic. Wilson says, I would be absolutely fuming if Arsenal sold Smith Road to Aston Villa. We have suffered so much pain to Villa Already. Uh, Seal so says Tom Watford signed Rose. Maybe Dwig uh, can still be done. Yes, uh, Watford did sign up uh, Danny Rose on a free contract. I wrote about it. Maybe Doig can be a, an interesting signing Arsenal will make. We're actually going to play Hibbs, so we might even be able to get uh, see Doig play before he goes anywhere. Um, but he would be a good option, a young option with a lot of potential. Cyrus says we should bid £25 million for Jack Grealish just to annoy them. Uh, Sahil says Tom Watford signed... Oh, we've already talked about it. Boss says if we are spending £50 million on Ben White, does that mean that he will start? I'd be very surprised if he didn't. So, yes, I imagine he would be starting initially maybe alongside Gabriel if Gabriel isn't fit then maybe William Saliba's given a chance on the left-hand side because he has played the majority of his games on the left-hand side of the defense so yes I imagine Ben White would start uh John Daly says not a lot of right-back news Chambers and Cedric battling out. it is what are your thoughts I hope that we are we do go in for a right-back we are interested in right-backs we want to go for that position so you would hope that we get one in before the start of the news season um Let's scroll down a little bit more. Ben P says, is Saul a bit too unrealistic for us to pursue? I just thought the link would be inevitable given the players that we've been linked to. One fifteen thousand six hundred and seventy-eight players this window already. I think that the thing with Saul is he's going to want to go to a Champions League side. He's leaving Atletico Madrid, it seems. They are buying Rodrigo de Pal, which is an effective replacement for him um because he can play as your, your central midfielder not just as your number 10 as Saul can play uh in that same position or on the left-hand side and i think he'll end up going to my prediction would be Bayern munich uh for Saul, but we'll wait and see he might end up at man united um no i don't steven i don't think he's being signed as a right back he can play there and has for brighton so maybe it's interesting cover but i don't expect him to play right back um Tom how uh how low is the possibility of an Italian coming to an English club it's very low we've only seen it a few times Jorginho is the obvious one um Chelsea had another one as well on the right right back I can't even remember his name <laughs> um oh, what was his name that's really going to bother me but yeah we don't we and Emerson they've got as well at left back but we don't tend to see Italians sign uh and leave Italy to be honest if they go anywhere you see some of them pop up in Germany. Um, but yeah, I I don't expect too many Italians to leave Italy and, and choose them. Zappa Costa, thank you. That was his name. Uh, Jasmine says, any news on the Elneny situation? Contract talks have stalled. I don't, I don't think that's what Chris Wheatley said. I think Chris Wheatley said that Arsenal are in talks and they're basically waiting at the moment until after the Euros. I don't think that's the same as contract talks stalling. Um, let me just go on to Chris's profile. And find out. Uh, Here it is. He says Arsenal opened contract talks with El Nenny in April. The Egyptian midfielder is now waiting for talks on extension to resume ahead of the new season. Several European clubs are monitoring the situation, so I don't think they've stalled. Stalled is usually the word you associate when the two club when the club and the player can't agree on something. It just seems like they've been paused, uh, which I think is slightly different to stalled. I think it's more positive. Way of looking at it. So it, I think it will be resumed after the European Championships, or, you know, it doesn't even have to because he's not there. I would be surprised if El any leaves because of how short we are in midfield, but it depends on how many players we're looking to bring in in that area, of course. If you haven't already, guys, please make sure you drop a like on the video. There's over 700 of you watching, so I really would appreciate if you could. Uh, Viviano in golf says, Dan, yeah, 100%. Uh, Jas van says, uh, Would you like Isaac to replace Lacazette? Of course. Of course I would love that. That would be brilliant. I don't expect it to happen, but I would love that to happen. Um, Sil says that the Mail reported that Real Madrid are interested in a Smith rose swap deal. No, thank you. Uh, Ashwin says we need a number six. Partey is more of a number eight. I agree. So we need a purely defensive-minded player next to him like an Ndidi. Are we really going to go for Ndidi now? That would cost a ridiculous amount of money. And Leicester don't tend to let more than one big player go from their team during a summer. Um, so, if they lose one of Madison, Didi, uh, Tillemans, I don't expect them to, to sell more than one of those. Uh, Carl Brewster says In order of positions, which four do we all think should be prioritized first? Uh, EG1, uh, ACM2, right back three, and DM. Attacking Central. What's EG? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean example given sorry <laughs> so what position is eg <laughs> is this some kind of new like you know those italian or spanish words to get used like a mezala or a mezella, um or a madridista uh, that's not even the right word is it <laughs> An EG. Oh, yes. I wonder if we're going to sign someone the EG role. Um, (laughs) Attack in central midfield, right back, defensive midfield, and central midfield. I think the priority for me is central midfield right now because we're so weak. I'd then go for attacking midfield because we really need to add that creativity and goals. Then right back. um, And then, I mean, you've put DM and centre mid, which I kind of look at as two kind of the same thing. I want a six-slash-eight kind of player that can play both. So I would amalgamate those two. So it goes attacking midfield, central slash defensive midfield, and then right back for me. Um let's scroll down a little bit more. <laughs> yes, yes, very funny. Uh Ansar says, Isn't it funny how El Neny, uh, how Elneny we had already written off as an Arsenal fans two years ago and is the only one being offered a contract right now um yeah sorry about your question completely misunderstand that uh eg stands for extra good position that (laughs) executive goalkeeper i'm loving this this is this is great uh yes uh Treco that's what I meant. I don't know why I meant Madridista is a Real Madrid fan. I think, <laughs> dearie me, it's an early morning, guys. I really need to stop doing these shows. Divesh says, Would you take Bernardo Silva at Arsenal? It'll be available in the summer. Yes, 100%. If Arsenal can go and get Bernardo Silva for 60 million quid over Madison, I mean, Madison or Bernardo Silva, it's really tough for me to pick between those two. I think I lean towards Modano Silva because obviously he's got the pedigree of winning the league with Man City, of winning trophies there. Madison's got his injury issues. I really think I would lean towards Bernardo Silva who can play as in the right-hand side, can play as number 10. He's got real, real quality. Um, so I would lean more towards Bernardo Silva, but I, I'm not sure why he would leave. I, why he would leave there for us, obviously. We know Man City are interested in getting an upgrade on him, which is strange considering how much of a prospect he still is and how young he still is. So there's lots to decide. Lots to decide. Uh, Wilson says, 50 million for Ben White. Are you serious? Yes, 100%. That's how much he costs, mate. Uh, M Hobin says, Neves White-Lukonga and that's... And what's his name? Is a good winner. That who, who, could be anyone, Hoban. I, I could literally be absolutely anyone. Uh, to be that fourth man. Uh, Matt Thornton says, Saliba slash White or Saliba slash Gabrielle, both solid partnerships. I think both can work. Saliba works on the left or the right hand side. You never know. We may even be using a back three next season. We just don't know. Um, Adam Benabez says, Tom, do you think there's a better option on the market at 60 million than a very good but injury prone Madison? I mean, let's have a quick look at Madison's actual injury history because I know he suffered with an injury problem this season. Um, but how many injuries has he actually suffered with over his time at Leicester? It's going to transfer marks and it will tell me injury history. If this thing's going to stop buffering for two seconds, come on, come on. There we go. Injury history. Obviously he did suffer quite a big injury, uh, at the end of last season. So he had a knee injury in 2021 that gets him out of one, two, three matches. According to this, Well, I thought it was more than that. Uh, He had a hamstring injury. He had a hip injury, which cost him six games uh, between July and September of 2020. Uh, He missed one game in nineteen twenty, three games in 1920, an ankle injury and a head injury. And he certainly missed one game in 1819 because of a knee injury. So he's not missed. I mean, according to transfer marks, he's missed nine, 10, 13 games across three seasons, which is not loads. So I don't think it's a massive massive problem to be honest that there you go jasmine says uh tom why did arsenal think it was a transfer deadline day yesterday it did go a bit crazy of course we don't know if that's arsenal a lot of those links could be very much untrue um we don't know if anything's confirmed until you see them holding up the shirt, of course, and we have to wait until that actually happens. Um, but it was a lot of noise, and I liked it. I liked the amount of noise that we heard, not only because it means we've got a lot talked about today, um, but I like the fact that there was lots of news yesterday. It was great. Anyway, I think we are going to probably finish things off there. Please drop a like on the video, guys, and appreciate the daily content. We're on episode 45 now, five episodes away from a half-century of back-to-back daily 8 a.m. shows. Um, which is an incredible amount of work that goes into this. We released another. We released two, four shows for you yesterday. We did the the transfer show. We did the eight a, the nine a m uh, Premier League fixture reaction show. And we did two tactical breakdowns on Madison and on Manuel Locatelli. I've got another show coming out for you later today. There may even be a third show. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, and then of course tomorrow will be Let's Talk Arsenal. Uh, answering loads of your questions in the Friday Q&A. It'll probably be a little bit earlier than it usually is because there's a lot of football going on, maybe around 4 o'clock, maybe even earlier than that. I'll make sure to keep you up to date on Twitter, at the TV, where you can find us. If you'd like to help support the channel, you can by becoming a member and you can join our Discord server, which went off yesterday. The Discord server went insane. Everyone's talking about transfers. So if you'd like to join our Discord server, you can by becoming an expert member. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure otherwise to speak to you guys as always and as always up the Arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfection Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.